Welcome to the Mentally Strong Podcast. Dr. B here in my series on grief. Uh, we talk about this uh, at least once a year. Unfortunately, I'm this expert in grief, right? Um, today's topic is on anticipatory grief. This ha- happens the first time I experienced anticipatory grief was when my grandmother, who uh, was a big part of raising me, my closest uh, relationship at the time, was diagnosed with uh, cancer. And then the treatment wasn't working and there was this progression and, and uh, the anticipatory grief of her passing. And I know that a lot of people uh, go into grief in this way, right? You're, maybe your family member's on hospice, maybe they were diagnosed with a terminal condition. Um, I feel like I have been living in anticipatory grief since 2008. 2008 is when uh, Reggie, my husband, and my daughter were diagnosed with DRPLA. And um, as you're watching my videos, you'll know that I actually lost uh, Reggie in 2016 from complications uh, of the DRPLA. Um, And then my daughter, my daughter's now 21 but she is probably cognitively maybe 10 years old. She uh, is now begin, uh, it's having difficulty walking. And there's you know this, this continual reminder that her brain is slowly dying. So DRPLA causes atrophy in the brain. Atrophy is death, cell death. And it's, it's a very slow progression. Um, Reggie was, was considered a quick progression. He was diagnosed at age um, nine and he passed away at 17. Uh, he was, began having symptoms at like four or five years old. So that would be considered a, a rapid progression of DRPLA. My husband did not begin showing signs until he was about 45. He's now 52. Uh, so slow, uh, much slower progression for my husband. It gets worse with each generation. But, you know, as I'm processing grief, and I, I take this month of, of October to, to make sure that I'm giving that time to grief. And as I'm doing that, I, um, you know, this year really hit me hard. This is the fifth year, um, five-year anniversary of Reggie, and I'm really looking at Maya, and I'm realizing I'm protecting my heart. Like, I'm not loving her the way I was loving Reggie. And those of you with multiple children, you might understand this. It sounds uh, very negative, but, you know, your firstborn is, you know, often like your first love. And then Reggie was so sick as, you know, when he was young that Maya, uh, every, you know, a lot of my tension and time, and time is my love language, was on Reggie. And then after Reggie passed, it's, it's almost like I'm scared to shift that time to Maya because I'm going to lose her too. And so 
then I'm, I'm likely going to lose my husband. I mean, and I, and I like to say likely because, you know, anything is possible. Um, and I'm trying to think positive. But anticipatory grief is real. And, you know, learning how to live in joy in that um, is very difficult because you, you almost want to grieve their loss before they're gone. And that's taking away something that you could have, something precious in this present moment. Um, and so I've been, you know, wrestling with this and I've, I've been like trying to figure out how I can open up my heart. Like I, and I do things like yoga and Tai Chi and there's like these techniques about opening your heart. And, um, but the one that's really sticking with me when it comes to anticipatory grief is this technique in Tai Chi where you, you, you take your past and you visualize your past in your hand. And my past has grief, right? I mean, I fought and fought and fought for Reggie and he still passed. And then you put your future in the other hand in, in, in images. And, you, and I say, I'm gonna lose Maya. Doesn't matter how much I fight, I'm gonna lose her. And you take those two things and you, you bring them together. And for me, I'm bringing them together in prayer, but also in trying to be present. Maya has really good days. She is a happy girl. Everybody loves her. She's so sweet. Her heart is so sweet. I am practicing living in the present. And that's all we can do in anticipatory grief. Don't spend too much time in, in what I, I recommend when there is a solid loss, grief, right? I, I say you gotta take the time and do that controlled grief. But if you are doing a lot of anticipatory grief in the present, you're taking away from the present because that's your pain of the future even if it's very likely, and we, we should always hope that there's, there's a chance that it doesn't happen, right? Um, but you can be realistic, but be present in the moment and not spend too much energy in that anticipatory grief because that's the pain of your future. You already have the pain of your past and sometimes there's pain in the present but let's try to stay in the present and, and find those gratitudes um, of, of the beautiful moments that you have and not too much time in, in anticipatory grief uh, because you will feel that pain later. So, uh, again, unfortunately, Dr. Bandu Kumar, expert in grief, um, and uh, continue to follow us, like, subscribe, uh, look at our uh, page, um, our, our website. We have some courses that you can learn the Mentally Strong Method. Uh, I really believe in empowering people that uh, you are. 
mentally strong. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. 